Welcome to the Motivation to Quit Alcohol Podcast, a podcast designed specifically for career-driven parents seeking inspiration and guidance on their journey towards an alcohol-free life. Join me, your host, Aaron, the Quit Drinking Coach, as we delve into empowering stories, expert strategies, and insightful discussions aimed at fueling your motivation and guiding you through the rewarding path of sobriety while balancing the demands of a thriving career and parenthood. Let's embark on this transformative journey together. Welcome to the Motivation to Quit Alcohol podcast. On this podcast, we help career-driven parents live an alcohol-free lifestyle uh, and live the life they deserve without having alcohol in your life. If you don't know me, I'm the Quit Drinking Coach, Aaron, and today we're going to be talking about uh, something that's really near and dear to my heart. It's the six sober habits that have helped me have almost uh, six years of sobriety and beyond. Um, So welcome to the podcast. I hope that you're enjoying your day. I hope you're living a happy, healthy, sober life. I hope that um, you're, you're finding your path onto sobriety because it's one of the most important things I've ever done in my life. And I'm really hoping that it's going to be one of the most important things you do in your life too. So to jump right into the podcast, um, because I don't want to waste any of your time, Today, we're going to be talking about six sober habits um, that have helped me get to um, five and a half years of sobriety. In July, it'll be six years. Um, and, you know, I have never looked back. Um, recovery has been one of those things that um, at first was very, very difficult for me to obtain because I thought there was only one path uh, to quit drinking, which was AA. And if that's cool with you, if that's good with you, that's, that's an awesome path. But there are other ways, there are other alternatives out there uh, to living a sober life that you don't need to go, uh, go to AA. Uh, specifically, you can do other things like smart recovery. You can make your own plan like I did. You can do plenty of things um, like that. So I'm a big advocate for finding what works for you and having a personalized approach uh, to quit drinking because it's one of those things that everything's personal. Um, everybody's different. Everybody wants different things in their life. But these are these are some things that have helped me, and they are kind of tried and true, uh, science backed. Most of them uh, to help you uh, get over you know that first month, the first thirty days, the first sixty days, the first ninety days of living alcohol free, and live a sober life um, after that as well. So let's jump right in right into it. The first one is journaling. Journaling is one of the most important things that I did uh, in my early recovery because. I had to understand my thoughts. I had to understand why, why I was drinking. I had to understand a whole bunch of things. And it was really kind of daunting and overwhelming to think I had to do this all alone and I had to um, do this inside my head. And just to get it out of my head and onto paper, it was super important. So I would suggest you grab a, a journal, any journal. Um, hopefully it's something that you like because you want to make this attractive to you so that you pick it up. You don't want something that you're just going to, it's just something that's just in the corner that you don't look at, that you don't like. So maybe like, maybe a certain color that you like, maybe get something. Um, I love uh, journals with motivational uh, things the front of them, whatever it is, make it something that you're going to like, that you want to going to want to pick up and make it, put it right beside your bed in the morning to, to have it there so you can see it. So you actually do it. That's one of the things uh, that was super important to me. But um, other than habit wise, journaling is a great, great way to track your thoughts, to track your emotions, to deal with your thoughts, um, to track your cravings and triggers. Uh, If you have a craving or a trigger during the week, maybe write it down, maybe have an app on your phone, like a note app um, and write down, okay, well, I was triggered by this emotion. I was triggered by driving home. Sometimes I was triggered by wanting to celebrate. What was triggering you? My kids triggered me. Uh, What was triggering you today? And you can write that down in your journal. 
having a journal is a great way to just to kind of look at that at the end of the week and say, damn, I had all these triggers next week. I can now I know that, okay, when I see my wife uh, and she's getting mad at me, that was a trigger for me. So what am I going to do with that trigger, right? What, what can I do next now? Now you can make a plan and you can do something with it as opposed to just kind of winging it and not knowing what to do and getting these things thrown at you, having the trigger, and then it's going out and drinking. So uh, tracking your triggers is definitely important as well for me. Um, I'm sure it'll be important to you as well to, to, to live a, a fulfilled feeling sober life and not just, uh, you know, stop drunk drinking momentarily and then going going back to it. So um, it helps you plan your day. You can plan your day in your journal. Um, you can deal with your thoughts. Like I said, you can track your triggers. It's super, super, and, uh, and it's an amazing tool and it's cheap. I mean, you can go to the dollar store, you can get a, a three, $3 journal. You can go out and, you know, get a, get a journal that, that you're really going to like and spend a little bit of money on it. But whatever you choose to do, a super important habit for me uh, to have that. And you can also do gratitude in your journal as well. Gratitude is super important. Just kind of write 10 things uh, that you want in your life, in your journal, and it'll be it'll be super helpful for you. So journaling is the first sober habit, uh, I think, that has helped me uh, get this far in my sober journey. Number two is a meditation. Meditation is a super, super important uh, thing as well for many, many people. Um, it helps you balance your brain out. Um, your brain, because of the alcohol and the addiction, it kind of changes a little bit. Uh, the chemicals in your brain are changing, and uh, meditation has actually been proven to kind of get those things back in shape in your brain over time. It's not going to be a quick fix, but if you meditate over time, it, it, it has the ability to, to change the way you think, to change the way you look at things, and actually kind of change some sort of the things in your side of your brain um, to help you uh, deal with emotions to help you deal with your anger, maybe some all your resentments or those kinds of things. There's a huge, there's a huge uh, application for meditation. There's plenty of things you can do, breathing, uh, mindfulness. You can just, um, you know, have a quick two minute body scan. All these, all these meditation practices are important and they're super important to, to add into your day. So meditation is something I would look into. Um, I've, I've helped a lot of people with meditation as well. So if you're looking for someone to give a little bit of guidance, I have um, some practice in that as well. I can help you out, um, but it's just going to build you. It's going to help you stay in that present moment. It's going to help you build that awareness around your triggers, how your feelings can also help you build that awareness around your cravings and how you don't have to actually act on every single craving you have. You can actually stop, stop and think about the cravings and the urges you have and maybe stop them in their tracks and do something else otherwise. So a uh, great tool um, for visualization as well. Visualization is you're going to help you and it's helped me and plenty of other people visualize those. Maybe you have an event coming up. Maybe you can visualize yourself getting through that event. What are you going to do? Who are you going to talk to? How are you going to do this? How you can do that. You can practice that in your brain. And then when you get there, it's not going to be exactly how you pictured it in your mind, but you're going to have a, a point of reference to kind of be able to handle the situation. So meditation is a super number, sober habit number two. That's definitely helped me. Number three is having a hobby or something um, that you can, you're able to do over the first, you know, 30, 60, 90 days and even in beyond because hobbies are so important. Because you don't have anything to do, you're going to get bored. You're going to go back to quitting drinking. It's going to, because there's always that void, right? There's a, that void of, well, you spent so many hours drinking, but now, now what do you do with your time? Well, there's something called a map, a meaningful absorbing hobby, a meaningful absorbing project. Sorry. So meaningful, make it something meaningful to you. What do you like to do? I like playing guitar. I like doing the podcast. I like starting, I like coaching people. That's what I like to do. But what do you like to do? What is something meaningful to you? What is something that absorbs you? Do you like to draw? Do you like to cook? Do you like to, what do you lose time? 
doing, absorbing, right? What is, what's it going to absorb you? Is it woodworking? And a lot of people do like woodworking or whatever it is. Find an absorbing, uh, something absorbing that's meaningful to you and make it a project. Don't make it just like a one-off thing. I'm going to, well, when, when I get a trigger, I'm just going to go watch TV. I'm going to go for a walk. That's cool. That's awesome. That's going to work in the beginning, but it's not going to work for long-term uh, progress and living an alcohol-free lifestyle. So Definitely just make it a project, make it something fun, make it, make it a 30 day, uh, maybe a challenge of some sort. If it's exercise, I'm going to do 10 pushups a day or whatever it is. If it's, if, if you, if the project you have is I'm going to play guitar, I'm going to learn one song a day. Even if you don't get to where you want to go, at least you have that something you can get into and try to do every single day to, to do that. And you're going to also want to make that, um, just make it something fun and meaningful, absorbing that you want to do. So it's going to help you uh, fill that time void. And it's also going to help you, um, you know, it's also going to help you look for look forward to something as well in your life. So, um, having a hobby, a meaningful, absorbing project is uh, sober habit number three. That's really helped me along the way. Uh, number four is uh, number four is exercise. Exercise and nutrition is so important, especially when you're drinking alcohol, because the nutrients in your body aren't actually getting through to you when you when you drink a lot of alcohol. You're not metabolizing nutrients properly, so your body's going to be deficient in a lot of things. So having proper nutrition in the beginning is super super important. There are some supplements you can take, um, those kinds of things. I might make another podcast or maybe find somebody to interview about that. But you know, the, having nutrition, whatever kind of diet you want to choose. I was carnivore for a little while. I was keto. I find that a balanced approach. You know, carbs, fat, proteins uh, works. For me, whatever you choose, find something, find, get some nutrition, get some exercise. Even if it's, you don't have to go crazy, right? Um, you know, you can just go for a walk or, um, you know, you could just go for a little run on the treadmill, whatever it is, make sure that it, it, it's to your level and you're not something extreme. Because if you just start going at, at exercise at an extreme pace, you're not going to, you're not going to um, be able to last long-term. So make it something that, you know, the exercise routine, I always used to be crazy with these extreme workouts. I have bad knees now as I get older. So I need, I need to modify. I need to do yoga. I need to do um, all these things as I get older to, to help me, um, you know, to help me exercise in a proper way where I don't hurt myself. So find something that works for you, but exercise is going to boost your dopamine, which is great to balance out your hormones and balance out your anxiety and your stress level. When you first start quitting, um, it's also going to help you deal with short-term discomfort because short-term discomfort is one of the reasons why people give into their cravings. They're not used to that short-term discomfort. They're not used to that little bit of, um, that little bit of uh, pain that you feel because you always run to alcohol or you always, always run to something else with addiction, right? So you're going to be able to, with, with exercise, I feel like I'm able to push through that short-term discomfort. If I'm doing 10 push-ups and I can push through one more. That's building my resilience. It's building my mental toughness. That's building my ability to have short-term discomfort, which is an amazing feeling. And it's also going to build your discipline, right? If if you are able to say you make a plan, you're going to do P90X like I love doing, right? And you're going to do it for the next 30 days. And say you miss one or two days, who cares? You're building that discipline uh, to carry on, not only with your, with your exercise, but with your quitting drinking as well. So exercise is super important to me. Uh, number five is planning. Uh, plan if you don't plan to succeed you plan to fail right so uh, get a plan plan ahead plan plan the things you're doing in the week plan your week get on a sunday maybe sit down and make a plan what am i going to do this week you don't have to be exact i'm a crazy person i like to make plans i like to you know plan out my day and block time and all those kinds of things but i'm a busy person but if maybe you should you just start by planning hey i'm gonna i have this social event i'm gonna plan that that's where the meditation the journaling are coming as well because you can make those plans in that journal and you can visualize those those plans you're gonna have 
with meditation. So it all kind of blends together. But planning to succeed is, is super, super important. Plan how you're going to react. If I see, see if I, I, my friend Tom, right? Maybe, maybe Tom's at a party and I'm going to see Tom and he's going to say, Hey, do you want a drink? Well, plan. What are you going to do? If he says this, I'm going to do that. If I, if, and I always have an escape plan as well. If, if the part, if this gets too much for me, I can escape. I can go somewhere. I have a plan. I know what I'm going to do. Cause the worst thing that you can do is go into any situation without a plan. And then you're going to be, you're going to be in trouble because you're just going to go to the whims of your brain and your mind, which really uh, sometimes don't have your best interest at heart. They just want to give you pleasure, right? So having a plan um, is super important. That's, that's a habit number five of uh, sober living in my alcohol free lifestyle. I think that's helped me get to where I want to be is having a plan. And number number six is connection. Connection, a daily connection with your family, maybe daily connection with your wife or your, or your kids or maybe someone, a friend, whatever it is, you need that connection with people. You need to be able to talk to people. You can't just, I know for me, um, like it's it was hard for me, especially being a man that I, I didn't want to reach out. I didn't want to connect with people. I didn't want to tell people what was wrong. But guess what? I can't live that way. You Nobody can live that way. Nobody's a rock nobody's a stone we need to connect with people and having that having that just that intention of connecting with someone daily it's going to help you a ton because now you have that intention of doing something and that intention is going to hopefully help you just kind of reach out to that person maybe it's a text maybe you say hey i'm going to text somebody i'm going to text my wife i'm going to text i'm going to text my kids or i'm going to hang out with my kids for an hour a day whatever it is put that in your plan put that in put that in your mind put that as an intention for every day to connect with somebody reach out to somebody because it's going to be super important for you to do that so you're not alone um in your journey to living an alcohol free lifestyle so um, that's all I have for this quick podcast today. Um, we'll be doing more podcasts and hopefully getting more guests on, um, talking about uh, maybe get some experts in these fields of, you know, journaling, planning, those kinds of things that we just talked about. And uh, hopefully we can make this podcast the best podcast that I can make it because I really truly believe that a living alcohol-free lifestyle is one of the things that's going to help you uh, live live better and have, have a healthy, have the healthier life um, that you deserve and your children deserve as well. So uh, we need more sober dads. We need more sober moms out there uh to to live and be role models for the kids so hopefully that's fine finding you on a day where maybe you uh are living a sober life and you just wanted to get a uh, pick me up or i uh, just wanted to get a little bit of motivation or maybe maybe you're just starting your journey and i, I want to tell you that i can do it if anybody can do it i can do it i was a problem drinker for over 18 years and i'm now almost six years sober I'm never going back to alcohol. Um, I sometimes I do maybe get those cravings, you know, sometimes, but I know that it's not going to be worth it because I have such a such a better life now. So, anyways, guys, I hope this finds you well. Um, if you haven't, if you're listening to this somewhere other than Facebook, you can join us at the Motivation to Quit Alcohol uh, Facebook group. There's almost fifteen thousand people in there, which is amazing. Uh, it was an amazing group to help each other just kind of get get past uh, what we need to get past and motivate each other to live a great life and live an alcohol-free lifestyle. Uh, you can also find me uh the quit drinking coach uh on facebook uh you can add me as a friend if you want i also have a coaching program coming up if you're interested in that just send me a dm and i'll give you the details we'll be taking more clients in march for the 90 day program um yeah and that's all i have for you guys today have a meaningful day guys and i will see you guys in the next podcast next wednesday see you guys later stay so my friends